Hi there. Welcome to the Alma Mother podcast. If you are a mom going back to school, this is the podcast for you. Listen in for encouragement, empowerment, and a little entertainment on the side as we chat all sorts of things related to the unique position of moms being in school. Everything from study tips to self-care and my very favorite topic, happy hour. Join me every week for a new episode and I can't wait to meet you. Hey, hey, mamas, welcome back to another episode of the Alma Mother podcast. I'm your host, Mandy, and I help moms who are juggling college and family to find the community and life hacks and self-care that they need to make life fun and functional. Is that cheesy enough? Do do you like my cheesy voice there right at the end? Fun and functional. We got to have a little fun in our lives, Mama. Mamas, we get serious so quickly. Um, When we're juggling all the things on our plates, whether it's work or school or parenting or all the things you have at home, dishes, laundry, all the never-ending tasks, we got to have a little fun in our lives. That's what I'm here for. And as usual, we always start our podcast episodes off with a cocktail recipe because you all know that happy hour is one of the ways that I like to incorporate fun into my life. Today's cocktail recipe is a classic. It's a great, refreshing summer drink. I actually had my first one of these. You're going to laugh at me. I'm dating myself here at Oprah's finale episode. I loved watching Oprah. And on, I, I threw kind of a, a celebration party on her very last episode of the Oprah Winfrey show. And she had Moscow mules and I had never had a Moscow mule before. And I just thought it was a really fun drink. I actually even bought um, the special mule uh, copper mugs that they go in and it was just a fun little celebration. So that's my memory of the first time I ever had a Moscow mule. Now, mine has a little bit of a twist today uh, because I have a tea that I like to use in my Moscow mules. So let me give you the ingredients and then I'll tell you the directions for how to make this delicious cocktail. You're going to need one and a half ounces of vodka, but if you want to make this an alcohol-free cocktail or a mocktail, uh, you can just leave the vodka out. You are going to need a tablespoon of lemon juice. Six teaspoons of uh, the tea that I use here is lemon ginger ale. It's a rooibos tea. Any kind of tea that you have that has ginger in it, I think will work. This lemon ginger ale is a great combination. Um, In a typical Moscow mule recipe, you're going to use ginger beer. And so you can substitute that as well. But we're going to we're going to steep that six teaspoons of loose leaf tea. Then to get the fizziness uh, that we get typically from the ginger beer, we're going to use half a cup of kombucha. You ever had kombucha? Y'all, I brew my own kombucha here at home. It is such a time saver and money saver. It just kind of brews itself. It's kind of like having a sourdough starter. If you've ever done that before, you can use flavored or unflavored kombucha. Um, I actually have tried flavoring my kombucha with the lemon ginger ale tea and then making the cocktail with it. That's an awesome way to go but you can buy kombucha at the grocery store. It's a fermented tea. That's what kombucha actually is. I was very scared to try it. I waited for a very long time, but I love it. It's one of the things that has helped me give up my diet soda addiction is by drinking a kombucha in the afternoon. 
So the garnish for this cocktail is a lime wedge, and then you're also gonna need some ice to put in your glass. All right, are you ready for the instructions? You're gonna steep that lemon ginger ale tea or whatever ginger flavored tea that you have in half a cup of water. You can do this overnight. That's what I like to do to get it nice and steeped. Uh, you, a minimum of three to four hours probably if you're cold steeping that tea and then you wanna chill it in the fridge. Then you've got your gorgeous Moscow Mule mugs, those copper mugs that are so fun and so festive. Add your ice into the Moscow Mule mugs that you have, or if you just have a large glass, you can substitute that. And then add the other ingredients in order, starting with the vodka, then the lemon juice, and then the kombucha, or if you wanna just use sparkling water for, to substitute for the kombucha, you can do that. Give it a nice gentle stir, add your lime wedge as a garnish, and then you can drink that. This is enough for one serving of a Moscow Mule. So if you're serving more than one, you need to double or triple the recipe. Okay, mamas, let's dig into this week's episode. This week, I wanna give you six questions that you can ask yourself when you're pursuing your dreams. So we're all in the, if you're here on this podcast, at least I'm assuming that you're a mom in college, whether you're going back to school uh, to get your first degree or to get another degree, or maybe you're in med school or nursing school or PT school or cosmetology school, whatever you're going back to school for, this is the place for you. But all of us in those situations are pursuing a dream. We're in college to get a degree of some kind to better ourselves, to increase our education, maybe get a promotion at work, whatever it is that you're pursuing, you're pursuing a dream. You're going after something really big for yourself. And first, let me just say, congratulations, mama. That is such an important thing. You're doing this for yourself, but you're also showing your family what it's like to work hard for something that you want and something that you, that you really desire in your life. So today's episode is going to be six questions that you can ask yourself as you're in that state of pursuing your dreams. So what's your dream? What are you after? What do you imagine your life being? Where do you want to go? Who do you want to be? What do you, what do you give? Uh, what do you want to give your vision as a jump start? So I'd like for you to maybe have a goal setting session. If you're not really clear on that, write your goals down. What is it that you're after? Once you graduate, imagine yourself with that diploma in your hand, in your cap and gown, walking across the stage. Where do you want to go from there? What do you want this degree to do for you? Are you trying to change careers? Are you trying to get a better job, a different job? Are you trying to um, go towards another degree? Maybe you're working on a bachelor's degree and you want to go back and get a master's, or you're working on a master's and you want to go get a PhD, or you're you know, your eventual aim is to go to med school. What is it? What is your dream? Think about those things and write those goals down. So let's, let's start digging through these six questions that you can ask yourself as you're pursuing your dreams. Question number one, what's your highest priority in your lifetime? What do you think it is that's the most important for you to experience or explore or embrace in this lifetime? So until you really answer this question, your life goals may not be 
aligned with your purpose. We talked about how to find your purpose and what to do with that a couple of episodes ago. So I would encourage you to go back and catch a couple of weeks ago, the episode where we talked about how to, how to find and chase after your life purpose. But if you're not clear on that priority and that purpose, your life goals may be a little bit off balance and you may feel a little bit out of alignment. So if you're out of alignment with that inner passion, your intentions will really lack the power to attract the people in the situations that are necessary for that to become a reality for you. So once we get in alignment with that purpose and with our goals and what we want to be or do in life, it really, um, it, it makes everything kind of click into place. So really get clued in to your true joy. What is it that you're passionate about? What do you want to prioritize? We talked about this again a few weeks ago. What did you enjoy as a child? What were the activities that you loved? What are your hobbies now? Um, when your goals are really aligned with that inner purpose and that joy, that really kicks you into a place of um, like super productivity, and you're gonna be you're gonna feel the passion, and you're gonna feel driven to get it done. It's gonna kick. Uh, you into that zone where you're ready to get things done and you're you're super passionate. No obstacle is going to get in your way. You're going to be able to overcome anything because you've got that passionate longing or desire that you're aiming for. So that's question number one. What's your highest priority in this lifetime? Question number two is this, and I'll tell you guys, I struggle with this one still to this very day. Is this your dream or is it someone else's dream? Now that seems silly, right? Of course it's my dream, right? But somewhere along the way, did your dream change? Did you take on someone else's idea of what you should be or who you should be or where you should go or what career you should have? Are your goals your own choice or are you really aiming for what others think you should strive for? Do you want to look back in your old age and wish you had followed your passion? Will you ever regret that you played it safe or that you didn't take that risk and do what it was that you really wanted to do? This is something I have struggled with in my life. I am a people pleaser. If, you're, if you've been on the podcast, you know that about me. I was a teacher pleaser. I was a people pleaser. I hate letting people down. I hate confrontation. Um, I'm an Enneagram nine, if that means anything, if you're an Enneagram uh, follower, if you know about that. I avoid confrontation at all costs, but I, I, I want to please other people. I want to have harmony and I want everyone to, you know, get along and have happy, happy joy all that time. You know, sunshine and rainbows is kind of how I view life. But I take other people's dreams on myself. So I do this as a mother. Do you do this too? Like we change who we want to be once we become a mother. It completely changes who we are. But I made a big deal this year in 2021. I wanted to get back to some of the things I wanted to do personally, Mandy, in my life. Not just things that were that were tied to my family or my kids or my husband. I, I really want to get back to some of those goals that I have that are just mine and really kind of chase after those. That helped kind of re-spark my passion for some of these things that I had let fall to the wayside because I had taken on goals for my family and 
becoming that other person. So I want you to think really, really hard about this. Are these dreams that you're talking about your own or are you trying to live up to someone else's expectations of you? It's hard to admit that, but it's something that a lot of us, a lot of us deal with. So you're not alone, but I want you to really think about that one. So that's question number two. Okay, question number three is, are you settling for less than? So maybe you're resigning yourself to accept less than your full share of what you're dreaming about, or you're deciding to you know, step back and take a step away from something that you're dreaming about. Maybe you've compromised and sacrificed your dream for someone else's or for someone else's idea of a dream. But anything short of living your true passions will never make you truly happy. You've got to dig back and think about what it is that you want. Don't be afraid to go after those. It's not selfish to go after your own dreams. You can bring joy to others once you have found it for yourself. So don't feel selfish about going after your own dreams. It's okay, mamas. We are allowed to do things that make us happy. Your kids will love having a happy mom. They will love watching you work so passionately towards something that you're that you're passionate about and that you're really working hard towards. It's good for them to see you do that. It helps them understand that they can do that too, that they can dream big dreams and they can go after those goals that are so scary in the beginning. So I think I talked about this in a previous episode, but I definitely feel like I, I settled on my major in college. I changed my major at least three times. And when I finally settled on a major, I settled on it because I was settling for what I thought my life needed to look like based on what my fiance, now my husband, was majoring in. And he had known what he wanted to be. He wanted to be a band director. And he knew that probably from the time he was in middle school or high school. And that he was very clear about his goals and his passions. I was not as clear um, growing up. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do or be. So I picked a major that I thought sounded okay, and it didn't turn out to be what I thought it was, so I changed my major. And at that point, I was an athletic training major, and I decided that I would settle on my dream of becoming a trainer because I didn't think it would be possible for us to find jobs in the same location as an athletic trainer and a band director. I didn't think that those would come open at the same time very often, if ever. And so I settled to become a science teaching major because I thought a science teacher could follow a band director anywhere he went. Now, let me tell you, I'm not sad that I made that decision. I have three degrees now in science education, and I've been very happy as a science teacher. I love my job as a biology professor now. But when I look back on why I made that decision, it wasn't because it was my passion that I was going after. It was because I was settling my dreams into someone else's life. And Yes, sometimes it can work out for you, but I just want you to think about whether you're settling for less than you actually want out of that dream. So think about that today as you're thinking about these goals. Question number four, what will you feel like when you reach your dream? What will that, what will that be like? Can you imagine? I want you to just kind of close your eyes unless you're driving. <laughs> Please don't close your eyes if you're driving, but if you're folding laundry or if you're washing the dishes. Give me just a couple of seconds, mom. I want you to imagine what it's going to be like when you reach that dream. Now, maybe your dream is that degree that you're working on right now. Maybe it's something down the road even further. Maybe it's 
something closer before you get your degree. You want uh, to, I don't know, I'm trying to imagine like um, right now we're teaching our boys to drive. I have twin boys that are 15 and they're about to turn 16 and we've been doing the self-taught parent driver's ed. I am just trying to imagine right now what it's going to be like when they become drivers and I have these mixed feelings about it. Part of me is so excited for them to have this freedom and for me to not have to shop, like chaperone and chauffeur them everywhere they go. They're very busy kids and I end up chauffeuring them all the time. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited for them to be able to drive themselves to and from school and to their band practices and all the things that they do. But I'm also very nervous about them having that freedom and not knowing exactly where they are once they have that freedom to drive, to worry about other drivers around them and their their newness in driving. But I try to kind of give myself that moment to imagine that dream. They're so excited about this. This is something they've been working towards for at least the past year since they got their permits. But this seems like a really big milestone in parenting to me, something I, I've known was way out there. And now that it's looming in the next few weeks for our family, I, like this dream is becoming a reality. This dream of them getting their driver's licenses. <laughs> it's just, that's an odd example for me to bring up, but I just want you to close your eyes and imagine yourself in, in that space where you have reached your goals and you've met your dream. You've realized your dream. It's become true. Personal passion is going to fuel that vision. So really dive into the thrill and the exhilaration that you're going to feel when you're living that dream, when you have that diploma in hand, or you've launched that business that you really wanted to start, or you've built that house of your dreams, whatever it is that you're after. I want you to just close your eyes and imagine yourself. Use all of your senses. What is it going to be like? What are you going to see? What are you going to smell? What are you going to hear? What are you going to be able to touch and feel I want you to try to put yourself in that and make that as concrete an experience that you can to imagine and, and just realize what that's going to be like once you get there. There's a Hawaiian saying of where your creative attention flows, so flows your life. And in that, in that quote, you're putting your, your energy into that. You're imagining everything around it and aiming, pointing everything towards that dream. The more concrete you can make those, those imaginings and, and reflections, the closer you bring yourself to that dream and it just fuels your passion as you go. All right, we're on to the last two questions for today's episode. Question number five is this, what steps can you take today towards your dream. Dreams are awesome to have. You've got this awesome dream that's out there and hopefully it's aligned with your purpose and your passion, but don't put it off. Don't defer your dream. We've got to be able to set up supports and systems around ourselves so that we can instantly translate our intentions into actions. We've got to jump on every opportunity that is in line with your purposes and your vision. Think about breaking that goal or that dream down. How can you use that dream and break it down into smaller projects that are going to lead you toward that larger dream? 
you know that I'm a runner. If you've been on the podcast for very long, I'm training for my very first marathon in December. It's July as we're getting started. We've crossed the 20 week mark to our marathon. The f- you can't just decide you're going to run a marathon and walk out the door the next day and run it. You've got to have training and broken down goals along the way. The first thing you've got to do is be able to run for a minute, then run for five minutes. Then you start you know, thinking about mileage, run for three miles, six miles, 10 miles, and you build that up over time as a way to measure your progress. So marathon aside, I'm just using that as an example. Whatever your dream is, find a way to break it down into measurable progress. How can you track that you're making progress towards those goals? Track those little wins by writing it in a journal or telling a friend, maybe having an accountability partner. One of the things that I like to do is prioritize three things in my life every single day that are working towards my goals. Now, you may have heard me talk about this before in my ULA coaching. We talk about this as oranges and Skittles. The oranges are the big blocks. If you've ever seen that uh, demonstration that people do where they have a clear vase and they fill it up with sand and they ask, how could I fit anymore? Is this completely full? Can I fit these, these pebbles or these rocks inside of it? If you put the big rocks in first and then the pebbles and then the gravel and then the sand and then the water, it all fits inside. It's the same idea here with my oranges and Skittles analogy. Imagine a tall glass vase and we're going to fill it up with Skittles. The Skittles in your life are the everything else. All the things on your to-do list that you have to do that aren't driving you towards your goals. It's picking up the kids from soccer. It's driving everybody to school. It's buying groceries. It's cleaning the toilets. It's washing the laundry, right? All the things that we have in our life that we have to do, but those aren't moving us towards our larger life dreams and goals. When we put the oranges in first, the big oranges of our life, thinking about our big areas, our faith, our friends, our family, our fun, our finances. When we get all of those things in order and we work towards those goals, if you put the oranges in the vase first, then the Skittles can go around it. So back to my point about the three things every day. I pick three, I call them my oranges, three oranges every day to work towards on my to-do list. I put them at the very top And they are things on my to-do list that are driving me towards my goals. It's usually a running um, goal. I have a certain mileage or a a certain uh, training run that I do. Uh, That's one that's working me towards that marathon goal. I have things working towards my own business, my own coaching practices, all of that, all of those things that I have these big dreams and goals for. I pick three small things that I can mark off of my to-do list every single day then the rest of the to-dos can get done. But if I can only do three things that day, I try to do the three things that are my oranges and I, I let the Skittles go. So the point here is to prioritize what you're working on and to not defer your dream. Don't say, I'll work on that someday when I have time. I'll run a marathon someday when I have time. Start breaking that down into smaller pieces that you can work towards every single day. It can be the tiniest baby step towards your, your, your dream. But do something towards that dream every single day. You know what? If you do three things every single day towards your goals, you're going to take over a thousand steps in that year with 365 days. Just doing three things a day is going to get you a thousand steps closer to your dream. And that's pretty powerful. 
All right, our final question today that you're asking yourself as you are pursuing your dreams is this. Are you telling yourself, I can't have that dream. I can't make that happen. Do you have that little voice that's telling you that you're not enough or you can't do it or you'll never reach that? Most people don't believe that they can live their dreams. Maybe their belief system has them believing that they can't make a living doing what they love. So I have this passion. I really love nursing, but I could never get into nursing school, right? We have this little voice. We don't believe that we can do it or that we're worthy of it or that we deserve that dream. So to avoid the pain of feeling like they can't have their dream, people keep it so buried that they can't even remember that they ever had a dream. Do you identify with that? I have buried some things down because I didn't feel like I deserved it. But we all have dreams. We all have these things that we want for our lives. And you are worthy. You deserve to live your very best life. I believe that God put you here for a purpose. Now, you may not have that same belief. That's I believe that we are all put here for a purpose. We just have to find out what that purpose is and work as hard as we can to fulfill that life's purpose. Everyone is destined to fulfill their own purpose. We've just got to line up with it, pair it up, and work our way towards it. So those six questions are ones that you can ask yourself as you're pursuing your dreams. I hope that this was helpful to you. I'd love for you to give me some feedback. So go over and find me on Instagram. I'm at Prof Mommy, P-R-O-F-M-O-M-M-Y. I'd love to hear your dream. Message me and let me know that you're a listener. And I'd love to hear what you are dreaming about for your life. I will see you guys all again next week. Hey friend, thanks so much for joining me today. I'm so honored that you spent your time here on the Alma Mother podcast. I know that there are so many different ways that you can spend your time. I'm just so, so grateful that you spent your time today here with me. I would love to connect with you. If you are on Instagram, my handle is at Prof Mommy, P-R-O-F-M-O-M-M-Y. I'd love to connect with you there. I have a Facebook group for moms in college that I'd love for you to be a part of. It's called Alma Mother, just like this podcast. You can search for it or send me a message and I'd love to get you connected over there in that Facebook community. I also have a great freebie for you on my website. I've redone my website and I'm really excited for you to get to see it. I have a free productivity planner just for moms in school. It's 32 pages worth of all kinds of planners and trackers that you can use that will hopefully be helpful to you uh, in your college life as a mom. There's daily planners, weekly to-do lists, self-care trackers, uh, budgets, bill trackers, uh, monthly calendars. We've got all kinds of family schedule, study schedule, future semester plans. I have a goals check in there for you, a group project plan page, all kinds of fun things for you to get to use. I hope that it is useful to you and you can grab it over on my website, www.mandybiggers.com. That's M-A-N-D-Y-B-I-G-G-E-R-S.com. I hope to see you again next week. I go live every Wednesday with a new episode of Alma Mother. And until then, have a great week.